This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello there. Welcome to Lori and Julia's show for another gorgeous Tuesday afternoon here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We're going to be very productive today because it is Tuesday. Uh, so uh, without any further ado, Let's get into the shoe. Let's get into it. And oh my, kind of sobering though, looking out at the sky this morning, exactly how it looked this morning on 9-11, 17 years right. ago. day. Not a cloud in the nope. sky. It was that way here. It was that way in New York. If you're, if you're not the generation who was just born 17 or 18 years ago and you weren't a little, little kid, it's... It's just a day we will never forget. Nope, I know. I mean, you know who you were with and mm-hmm. right oh, where you were. Exactly. And, yep. exactly. Everything. <sighs> yeah, Everything. I heard Dan Rather talking about how for people of a, like maybe his age or my yeah. parents' age, you know, you've got other dates that have been mm-hmm. seared into your memory. The shooting of JFK. Martin Luther King, yeah. Bobby, Bobby Kennedy. Kennedy. Yeah. Um, of course, if you were old enough, you know, um, um, Pearl, Harbor, Pearl Harbor and right. D-Day. Yeah. And, but he said, yeah. And it, he said something interesting. He said, even though time make, you know, we do, we do go on and everything. And America is resilient. We're a resilient country. But he said, even though time makes it hazy, he said the Americans are very good about not forgetting that's nice. And, then, and remembering yeah. and and uh, bearing witness to it. And I just, I don't know, it was kind of, I do like uh, hearing somebody like from Dan Rather who's seen so much of history right. and I he's love, still talking yeah. and he's got a radio show, yeah. just like a once a week thing. So he feels, he it feels, he's distinguished. He's there's a comfort. Yes, yeah, there's there a comfort to With it. With his voice. You know, this morning on Donna and Steve's show, someone called in and um, was talking about her husband was flying out of MSP this morning. So at the time when the first plane crashed into the first mm-hmm. tower, mm-hmm. seven eighteen or whenever it was, seven it was what, eight. It was eight. eight. Yeah, East Coast time. East Coast, East Coast time. time. Okay, mm-hmm. our time. I'm thinking of. They had a moment of silence. Yeah, and absolutely it didn't matter where you were. Everyone in the airport stopped. Stopped. Yeah, and he said it was. Americans are very. We we don't amazing. forget. We no. don't forget. And I, and it even struck me. Being at um, Omaha Beach last week on the Normandy coast of France, you know, that our guide was just like, he really wanted us to. He said, you were getting the exact same kind of weather that those young men landed Mm. on June 6th. Because it was supposed to be the 5th. Yeah, but he said it, yeah. cold and yeah. drizzly yep. and overcast. And, you know, and I remember Casey's like, well, don't you want to get a picture of us here? And I'm like, I I just want to get a picture of the beach. Mm-hmm. And I felt that way also when we went to the 9-11 memorial. I had 
Casey's like, let's get a picture. I said, let's stand by this one tree because one tree stood. We were in front of it by the church, Lori. Yeah, well, no, oh. there's a tree oh, right where the one? World Trade. Because oh, that was, okay. if you ever had been to the World Trade, yes. there, it was like a little park mm-hmm. in between all the cement. Oh, yeah, and one there. tree at the actual site survived those towers falling. I said, let's stand in front of that with our hands clasped in front of us and just not smiling or anything. It's just... It's disrespectful. It doesn't feel like, ah, hey, you know. You know that um, the subway stop underneath the World Trade Center just opened last week for the first time in 17 years. Wow. Because that was just completely destroyed. Mm -hmm. And and this was on CBS Sunday morning is that they um, Mm. just unveiled a bell tower with 40 bells Mm -hmm. um, in Pennsylvania in the field where the United Flight 93 went down. And so that it's got 40 chimes representing each of the victims who yeah. died that day, diverting that plane from hitting, going yeah. into the Pentagon. Tom Burnett, Bloomington. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bloomington. So that was just, it's... And still at the at the actual site that they read every one of the 3,300 something name and yep. then they, you know, all the firefighters that they take. I mean, I do, I think that people should feel good about, about that, that, you know, we are a resilient country and we're... We are people that don't forget, you know? you know, and we're still in, you know, the longest war. Yes, we are. You know, as a result of, of the terrorists attacking yep, us, you're right. you know, when that happened and, uh, it's just, uh, it's, it's hard to believe it's 17 years. And yet at the same time, it can feel like just like yesterday. Cause right. it was so, it's so seared, right? It is so seared. And it was so, we were all just so freaking out and it was so terrible. You know, Lori, when you um, were talking about the first responders, the firefighters. So last week on the Today Show, John Stewart has championed with two of the surviving firefighters. Or one was survived it, another one was just a, um, somehow in the, right. in the firefighting force or whatever you call it. I can't think of the name of it. They were sitting down on the Today Show and they were talking about how many people have died who were exposed. Worked there. And yes. one of the guys is has a second bout of cancer. And in this story that we have today is that it killed 2,996 people, making it the deadliest foreign attack on U.S. soil. While another 10,000 first responders and others who were in the World mm-hmm. Trade Center have been diagnosed with cancer. Cancer, mesothelioma, yes, or whatever something. you call it. Yeah, yep. from, from the asbestos. I mean, it's just was amazing. And, and Casey and I went to I, New I know, York. like 10 days after no, or something. No, we went in November for his birthday. Oh, that's right. We, we went like the weekend of November 9th, so it was two months after, and we stayed at the Regent Wall Street because I had bid on it at an auction. You know, I got right, three right. nights at the Regent, and we walked over there, and it was... It that it smoldered for over I think almost a year right. down there and the whole everything and it, New York was so it it smelled just unbelievable it was smoldering there people were somber and quiet that freaked me out more than anything because New York didn't feel like New York people New Yorkers were in shock because mm-hmm. everybody that lived there was touched by it mm-hmm. you know. You knowing somebody, you know, personally, personally, really knowing somebody. And the I had just been in New York that weekend and had flown home on that Sunday night. I remember. We had a a fashion show. show And our nipples, people. And I had gone by and said hello to um, Sunday morning for brunch at the firehouse that's closest because my girlfriend lives there. And we met the, these guys were so cute. And of course, if they worked on Sunday, they would have been the guys working 
Tuesday. And the other, you know, the thing with the firefighters is most places that do 24-hour, the shift change is usually at 8 a.m. Right. So when that happened, you had people that were maybe on the beat. People just stayed. Oh, right. Because you it know, was people so much. Were, right. I mean, it was a shift change. So when that, that came, I mean, you had even yeah, it more. All it was hands just on deck. All hands. Yeah. Right. It just, oh, it was so just, unbelievable. It really, mm-hmm. Julia, it really, really is. Yeah. And I guess there is a crew. If you've ever been to the World Trade Center, they have this memorial with these reflecting pools in the museum. Very recommended. It's very moving and unbelievable to see. I want to go there. I know you've been there and like to guy been there. And yeah, to- and they have this um, these memorial pools where the two towers stood, mm-hmm. and then around those etched in marble are is the name of every person who died, and then they have another one where all the firefighters are together, the three hundred and eighty some or however many it was, but it is. Because it's exposed to the element 365 days a year, they have a crew of people. One guy who's the manager of the group, he calls himself, you know, he's, they clean it constantly. And because it's a blowtorches and chemicals, and they often do it at night when people aren't there, but they, it really means a lot to them to keep this looking pristine. And again, we're, um, we we are good at remembering, mm-hmm. and so anyway, the church, Lori. When we went in the church across the street, we yeah. were there shortly thereafter too. Yes, and that little church that stood, and that church is still there. Um, I forget. It's I don't think it's Trinity, but maybe I don't remember the name. I don't remember the name, church. but it, it had it did become a memorial because it, it became a resting place for people to just take a break mm-hmm. from. That day, so they've kept a lot of things, and that's a very, very old cemetery. Yeah, it is Trinity Church. It is Trinity it is. Church. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. So, um, and that still is open, and they take they take donations um, for, you know, they're always like, I, I know the government gave a fund for mm-hmm. for the cleanup and the health problems, but right. other things that people need help with, so right. they they do, do donations there. So, anyway. All right, well, it's time okay. to go. It's yes, time to go. We will is. move on to yes. other things, but I know people are remembering, and we remember, too. Yep. And um, when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Woo. So, Julia, this morning I heard the morning show talking about, they're having quite a bit of fun talking about Project Down and Dirty. Okay. Oh, well, good. Um, the tickets just, go on sale tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, the tickets go on sale and this, that, and the other thing, and that people were being, and then, then they got off on this whole big thing about how B, Arthur, yes. sent out an email with, like, caps, and then in red, and it was, like, really, like, <laughs> high alert. You know how yeah. she, she uh, does I've those. got the alert yeah. up on my phone. Anyway, and I... I'm like, oh, I went. I, I'm well. I'm not going to read that, you know. First of all, because she probably sent it when I was gone. So if it happened when I was gone, I, I don't need to read it. Someone will tell me. Yeah, that's yes. Basically yeah, true. And yeah. but they were really making fun of all these Capital. bells and whistles that oh, she yeah. had to try and get people's attention. Mm-hmm. And then she comes by today, and I said, hey, you know, be Arthur, there you got some publicity on uh, the morning <laughs> show today. They were talking about your. Uh, 
um, your crazy email yeah. about Project Down and Dirty no, with all caps. your dire warnings and <laughs> and urgency messages, and, and and I said I I didn't see that one, and she just looked at me, right? And then you turned around, and you're like, what Yeah, you- I didn't. See what email? Email? <laughs> she said I did that email for you two, and I said, Why would you do that? Right. <laughs> I mean, why? And right. she just walked away. Oh, she shook her head and walked away. Because first of all, you don't read the emails, yeah. and I I don't like reading her emails when it's Capitals? All in caps, <laughs> and there's exclamation. It's red. Yes. I just think, yeah. what is the point? So, oh. Well, I mean, where there is, is the point? Action? There is a point because we need to let listeners know that the tickets go on sale to Thursday morning at 9 a.m. with keyword comedy. Okay, at my time. I just got back from Paris yesterday afternoon, and even I know this now. So, why wouldn't oh, well, everybody know it? I've heard a million promotions. Because we haven't talked about it on our show yet. We did sweetie. talk about it yesterday. Well, do people we, listen we, at we, the exact time every day you got to bring it up four times an hour per the email well no she's no one wants to talk about it four times an hour i'm telling you that right now no no oh she's coming in it's gonna be so i mean it'll the mystic doesn't have that many seeds okay everybody needs to relax they're gonna all be sold have faith have faith management here's the other (laughs) thing they see what happened to us out at at the fair everybody is delighted to come and see my talk at the fair and everyone is delighted to see people all right That's i'm just gonna tell 3, people. people 35 dollars general admission 75 vip tickets um the show does start our actual show is going to be at 7 30 on friday night October just like 5th. a real show mm-hmm. that's what time joan rivers what? had her um <laughs> the pre show before her show mm-hmm. oh Miss getting, all right, let me just tell you something. Yeah, okay. No, well, here's room. here's the exciting email that we just got. Okay, uh, about this. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Standup comedy. Dot dot dot. This is from B. Arthur. Who's doing it? Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. It's time to decide. Exclamation point. I will need an email by the end of day tomorrow, Wednesday at 5 p.m. Our day doesn't end until six. <laughs> telling us. Dot dot dot. Dot dot dot. What one? person on your show will do stand-up at Project Down and Dirty question question. Only one person. Once it's locked in, it's locked in, period. If I don't get an email from your show... show, I'll assign the person. I love that. I think we should go. I think that's what we should do. What? Let her assign it? Yeah. Wait a minute. You were so hot. No, Danny. I was not hot on it. I was just hot on you not being it. Well, that only leaves two of you, and Lori doesn't want to do it, so that leaves you. No. So that was all I was hot on, but I kind of like this spin the wheel thing. Let her decide who's going to do it. Hell no. Why? You're worried it's going to be you. That's That's exactly right. And if I have a chance to excuse... any other way, so I think we should not send it in. Let's just see what it is. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Okay. I'll respond to that one. No, let's just see what happens. <laughs> Oh Why? Gosh. Can we move I'm putting on? Your I'm already, let's, we've let's already go. spent all the time we needed to devote the entire show to this already. We used all four things in one thing, so I do like that. <laughs> I do like that. Well, it's not exactly and, the strategy. If anyone wasn't yeah. listening, <laughs> too bad. So Listen sad. tomorrow. We'll do it another Honest. time tomorrow. Honest. And believe me, all the other shows will do it the prescribed oh, four Lord. times, and the people yes. who do it seven times, well, you know what they're worried about. Okay, here we go. <laughs> here we go. All right, so I came across this thing when you were gone. Six things you should never do in Paris. Oh, boy. And you just got back like mm-hmm. an hour before the show yesterday, yes. and you told us about fashions, about different things you did, but I think there's more to discuss here because we even got an email from somebody immediately. I'm going to Paris in three days. What's oh. th- what's with the new app for the passport? Oh yeah, that was so that was such an easy thing. Yeah. So tell me, um, first of all, okay. Well, first of all, ignore all the advice where people tell you you don't need to bring Euro going to Paris or going anywhere in Europe. That is BS because you cannot exchange Where's American it? dollars anywhere unless you do the cambio change places and they, they then charge. they really rob you. Okay? How much do they charge? Like oh, they, it's like it's not good. You're losing at least uh, you know twenty percent of your money. Oh, All okay. Right. On top of already the difference with the euro. Right. So bring Casey and I probably brought you know five hundred or six hundred dollars U.S. in euro. In Euro, okay. I want to have Euro. I want to be able to tip. I want to be able to just buy little things. And you do, even though like in meals, the tipping gratuities included, but you leave a couple Euro, maybe four Euro total. Okay. You leave, like if your bill is 36 10 okay. you leave all the change for your waiter. Okay. That, that so 380 you... or 390 okay? okay? That's just the standard thing. Okay. Because they uh, they already get paid a good wage and they right. get their five weeks vacation. Okay. People do very well in their socialist uh, French country, okay? <laughs> but you, I do like to pay, you know, little yeah. buskers and this and that. So I like to have Euro. And we got there on a Sunday and the banks are closed. Sure. They don't change U.S. dollars. Uh, if you want to yell at a banking machine... Go ahead at the ATM, which is in French. That's really good advice. Um, That's perfect And then advice. use your credit card at stores, at restaurants, all the cafes. But like if you're eating, you know, at a creperie that's, uh, or the Metro, I don't want, I want to have Euro for that. I love this. So I, they tell you, you don't really need to but bring it, it, but ignore them and bring it, whatever okay. it is, you know. The Euro is sitting at a dollar sixteen US. Yeah. So at the Cambio places, they're giving you like 0.75. Oh. That's oh, horrible. Yeah, it's it's okay. not good. So well, we only got through one thing. Oh well, damn it. We can we can come back. To yeah, it. let's come back to All it right, because fine. there's some good stuff. There and, is. Uh-huh. And, and by the me? way, yeah, tickets go on sale <laughs> Thursday morning at nine a.m. We got it in and again. <laughs> Keyword comedy. <laughs> is the My Talk Now trending report. Interesting day on the World Wide Web. 
Trending online. Oh, she is. <laughs> there I am. I know how to turn on a microphone. I swear. Uh, trending online this afternoon, continuing to trend all day today, uh, would be remembering of the September 11th attacks. It is the 17th anniversary of the September 11th attacks, and people are are remembering those lost uh, using the hashtags 9-11 anniversary, also September 11th being used there. Also trending, Steve Weiserman. He is stepping down as general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning, in case you are a hockey fan need to know. Also, Norm MacDonald trending the comedian. Well, ahead of his new Netflix show, uh, Norm MacDonald says he's glad the Me Too movement has slowed down and he's expressing his sympathies for such people as Louis C.K. and also Roseanne Barr. Also trending online this afternoon would be Heidi Klum. Apparently, she and Drake could have been a thing, but she never texted him back. And also, She ghosted him? Well, I guess you could call it ghosting. So here's the story, Donnie, is that Heidi Klum said she thought Drake was hot on Ellen. Then Drake got word, got Heidi's phone number, then texted her. But Heidi didn't respond back because she was already dating a guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she was already taken. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. That's what's turning here at my... Thanks for hanging out with us. So uh, Bruno Mars is tonight, Julia. Yes, he is. I got invited to go, and I'm really a bougie bitch for saying I can't go. Oh, You're tired. Oh. You know what? Okay. I had so much fun at the fair. Did you guys talk about how much fun the fair it was? was? Yeah. This year, our shows and meeting every. I had so much. I, I I'm too exhausted and jet lagged to go to Bruno Mars. I, I mean, talk about a bougie biatch. I know. And I'm I know going. I've seen him before. And wah, wah, wah. And I'm going to Vegas next I've seen week, him twice. so I've got to rest. You yeah, do. I know. I'm just like, I, I just can't go. I, Lori, for you to say that you can't go is amazing. Uh, Julia, I'm worn out from fun. I feel like a <laughs> stuffed baguette with brie and wine bulging out of my sides. I cinderella the hell out of myself this morning. I was at Target at 7.05 a.m. this they morning. They don't open till 8. They open at 7 on the Midway. Are you kidding A me? lot of the big ones open at 7 a.m. I, I didn't know that. I yeah. didn't know that. I always thought I was saying, no, did they seven. remodel it? Because I love my new Target. I don't like oh, what they I did, which was they moved, they put all the clothes in the middle and moved yeah, the did. houseware stuff on the far end as opposite from the food as possible. So you got to crisscross, you know, like. I like some, Anyway, I don't like, I liked the way mine was before, yeah. but I always have to do this, like to snap myself back to reality. Go grocery shopping and get the basics. Go and get your butt and go and do some, you know, uh, chores that you're not some fancy rich lady who, you know, lives in Paris on the Seine. Well, but you experienced that for a little while. Well, I know, but I mean, get back to, get back Mm -hmm. to, get back to yourself. And then I realized I I, I can't go out tonight. I can't get home at midnight. It'll be, I'm still jet lag. I went to bed last night at 7.05. I couldn't even make it to 8. All right. Well, here's the deal. With Bruno Mars, his warm-up band was going to be Cardi B, remember? Yes, yes. It's Charlie Wilson. From the Gap Band. Yeah. Donnie, you got to get me my one favorite Gap song because he's going to play Charlie this. Wilson. Okay, yeah, now then... I think they have a few opening acts, don't they? I don't no, know. Who else is it? Well, I, I thought he got a bunch, like three different opening acts. I don't know. No, he, Donnie, you're, sometimes you are so literal and anal. It's unbelievable. What? He had to get three different acts to, to fill travel. out all the tour dates. Oh, I see. 
Uh, boys to men, Sierra, Ellie Mann, and Charlie. Yeah, so Wilson. different people so are playing different they cities. Are. They're not. He's not having. He would never mm-hmm. do that. That okay. would be absolutely terrible to make. Charlie what? Wilson will what appear on the second. Um, er, you know, on the floor. She every, dropped a bomb on me. Yeah, dropped the bomb <laughs> okay. on me. I love that song. Uh-huh. You, right. oh, that. Now, see, I would go just for that, but I can't go. I'm just, I've already made up my mind. I'm too tired. Well, I went and tried to listen to some Charlie Wilson stuff to see what he yeah. sings, but it's all old time stuff. Oh, yeah. he's, Oldies, he's, Charlie Wilson is legend. Okay? okay. He is legend. Let's go back to Paris. Okay, let's go all back right. to Paris. So here's the I thing. did, by the way, try to go to that restaurant, Ellsworth, the woman at the Pharaoh came up and gave you yes. the note. And um, I waited too long to make reservations. It is a very popular place. I went to the restaurant. It was it right across from Notre Dame. Is no, it? Where no was it's it? on Rue Richelieu, right off of the Rue St. Honoré oh. in the right bank. I know right where it is. I walked there, Listen famous for southern fried chicken, even recommended in my Lonely Planet Pocket Paris Guide. Really? Ellsworth. Okay. As something to do on the Louvre side. The Louvre Tuileries and Opera side. What is Tuileries? Tuileries? Yeah. Tuileries is the big, huge garden that goes from the Place de Concorde where the Egyptian obelisk is. Yes, I know where that is. All the way to the Louvre where the, you know, where the... the, So it's a big garden. Oh, but it's it's incredible because it's uh, 28 acres. Okay. And it... It started, it was laid out in its present form in 1664, and it soon became the most fashionable spot for people to parade their finery, and it still is. It's a UNESCO, you know, World Heritage Site. It's incredible. Really? Oh, yeah. It's just, it's really beautiful, and if you just want to get a sandwich, and there's lots of chairs, and there's quiet places and there's water the lingerie museum is right there but you can have a picnic there's some places to buy ice cream and sit down and be waited on but it's huge all right and it's lovely all right okay. what other tips did you have for first timers going don't to go to the eiffel tower i mean go to the eiffel tower you'll see it a million different places but don't go stand in line right i would agree go with that. up in that but i did it all but don't do it because yeah. it's highly aggravating there's it's a gazillion been 30 people years since i've been there yeah 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 you can get a beautiful view and i recommend going to the top of the arc de triumph mm-hmm. that you see at 360 you don't have all the people waiting right and and you can see the eiffel tower every night um i think it's nine p.m whenever it gets dark so they might it, but now it's getting dark uh, earlier. It lights up on the hour from like nine to maybe one in the morning. And is this a up. good time of the year to go? It is, but in October it does start raining. Okay, you know, but all the cafes have shades, awnings, and they have heat. Lamp. You know, the right. cafes are open year round. Um, but um, yeah, September is a beautiful time to go because it's like it is here, right? And um, a little less. But the Eiffel Tower lights up in sparkly lights, and so you can. T- Take a uh, Seine Riverboat, Batumouche, or there's, they even have a new one. If you're staying for monetary purposes and you're staying out by the Eiffel Tower uh-huh. and that arrondissement, it's a little far, so you'll always be taking the metro, but they have now like a metro bus that makes four stops on the water. Oh, really? Starting at the Eiffel Tower and going to just south of Notre Dame. So. Okay, cool. All right, so here is a couple, um, the six things you should never do, and I want to ask you. Okay. If it's true or false, okay, okay? Um, that you should um, avoid 
I gave it away. Um, never mind. Okay. Sh- what type of shoes should w- you wear? Should you be chic or you should you be comfortable? comfortable. Yes. Comfortable. Comfortable. So even if you want to be chic over there, because everyone is, you yes. have to be comfortable. Otherwise, yes. you won't. All right. Comfort. Yeah. Um, shopkeepers. When you yes. go into a shop, do you ignore them? No, you say bonjour, mademoiselle, or whatever, whoever is working there. You say you you say hello. Okay, it's an unspoken rule over there. Yes, to say hello. Yes, bonjour, bonsoir, bonjour, au revoir, merci. Merci. Okay, they really that is something that they they really do over there. Yes, Um, you know, if you don't speak any French, should you just go with English? Um, you, you can, I mean, here's the, here's the thing. Even if you just attempt, even if you ask someone if they, um, parlez-vous anglais, mm-hmm. you can ask someone parlez-vous anglais, at least you're trying. Um, so I think that's the thing is they want to see you try. They yeah. Parlez-vous you. anglais is right. what you could at least say. So you speak English. That's right. Mm-hmm. Don't say uh, no parlez-vous français because you're saying to them, you don't speak French right. when you put the no in front Right, of it. okay, because they expect you to at yes. least try to communicate. Yes. Okay, you kind of, um, let's see, if you are, um, do you go out to eat a fancy dinner or not? You cannot get bad food in Paris, okay? Mm-hmm. If from any little place, uh, you just, it's impossible um, but yeah, if you're a foodie person, then you need to make reservations. You make if your- you're going three star Michelin, you know, you're trying to do something. If it's a recommended, like around the Louvre, this Ellsworth restaurant, which there's a Minnesota connection with that place. It told me, you know, recommend reservations. Right. And you didn't. And I didn't okay. do it. But you're right. They said it's so easy to eat cheap in Paris. It really is. Yeah. You it just really don't is. have to. Mm-mm. Um, now what about the Metro? It's, it's very simple, and my best metro tip for you is have one person in your group be the metro person. It's like going skiing, and you know you have someone in the group who's reading the map yep. and telling you which way to go. And the key with the metro in Paris is similar to the New York metro. You need to see all the all the metro lines have a number, uh-huh. and uh, you any guidebook will have a map, but you need to see what direction you're going in. So find the end yes. of line number nine, so you know which side to stay North on. Or, yes, which and it's side? so easy. easy. But it's they also so say easy. don't just rely on that because you're going to miss all of Paris. Do a lot. People walk all the time. Like when I went to the Musée Marmotton, it was it would have taken us, you know, an hour and a half to walk there, right. where we could take a metro ride, and it was, you know, seven cool. stops. Of that? a metro. Right. I, Half hour, maybe? Not even not that. Even not even no. that. It was 15 minutes. Oh. So it all depends on where you're going. If you're if you're going to Sacre Coeur in Montmartre, I mean, don't walk there. Take the right. metro Take, there. Okay. Yeah. Reserve your energy. And how many times a day did you go to a cafe? Two or three times. <laughs> how, well, how do you not? Yeah, your, your feet are tired. You want to sit down. You're hot. You're thirsty. Maybe you have to go to the bathroom. Right. Um, and there's, I, I looked everywhere for those pissoirs, those peen stations oh, that they yeah. said they had for men <laughs> in a few places. Didn't find them, so I think they might have been taken down in the one neighborhood. Right. But um, do people ride the scooters? You know how we've had the I told scooters. You. Yeah, you said it is the a car, bike, scooter, uh, walking ballet. Okay, are the scooters dangerous over there? Like they have the scooters can ride in the bike lanes. Oh, the scooters can ride in the and bike lanes. And there is quite car. a good biking lane. I did do a hidden tours bike tour. They have they have a lot of good bike tours, but here's the tip. 
do a bike tour on a Monday or Tuesday and you'll have a smaller group. Like we did Hidden Paris. It was a 2.30 in the afternoon, three-hour bike ride. There were a total, with the guide, five of us total. Oh, perfect. So, so you can hear them. Um, well, it's just, it's smaller. You know, people tend to come to Paris and maybe the, the Sunday and Monday. I don't know. It's just it's a, a turnover. It's a maybe turnover. Mm-hmm. It's quieter to, uh, sightseeing day. Yeah. For and some of those quiet, things. you said. Well, no, it didn't matter. It wouldn't it, have mattered. But if you'd had 12 people on the bike tour, then you got to wait for all the pokey people for everyone to catch up, we were able to see and do more. Okay. I mean, just the that many groups. people. Okay. And yeah. did you buy your tour stuff ahead of time? Uh, just Normandy and the bike tour I did do ahead of time. Okay, on viator.com, V-I-A-T-O-R.com. But when you get there, you know, they have your, if you're staying at a hotel or, I mean, it's pretty easy. There's a lot of, um, but, you know, sometimes it's nice, like, just to have something a little like I think I did three things I arranged in advance. Okay, a dinner cruise. How was Normandy. that? Oh, that's beautiful. And is it right on the Seine? On the Seine, Seine yes, Batumouche. Beautiful with music and you know two and a half hours and it was really yeah. So just do a few things like that, but oh, um, it's lovely and get yourself a little pocket Paris guide. I love that. Because this was really... It was something to have. Lonely Planet. Highly okay. recommend. All right, listen. When we come back, Julia, we are going to get Gail King. <gasps> She's back from her wedding. Yes. She had things to say about Les Moonves on... This video. Oh, my, oh my I love the... Oh, this song makes me think of the when I first moved to Minneapolis and my girlfriend and I discovered the Gap Band. This oh. is so funny. So this is... Charlie Wilson was part of the Gap Band? He founded the Gap Band. Snoop Dogg calls him Uncle Charlie. And now he records under Uncle Charlie because uh, the one, uh, one... I forget which one of the members of the Gap Band died. Anyway, he's opening for Bruno Mars tonight. And I think um, people are like... They don't know how excited they're going to be just that they get Uncle Charlie of the him. Gap Band. Uh-huh. He's smooth operator, Julia, and he's yeah, that video is Donnie, oh. Oh, that is such a cheesy video. Isn't it? (laughs) When did that song come out? It was 82. 82. It was the summer I moved down here, and I must have heard it at like a disco or something, and my friend and I just thought, we're like, oh, we love this band. He's only 65. Is that it? Oh, yeah. yeah, He's one of those. Oh, my gosh. All right. So that's tonight. Yeah, that's down. tonight. And I think he's here tomorrow night, too, isn't he? Is it two nights? Yes. Yeah, yeah two he nights. is. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Right. So uh, Les Moonves. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I was talking about it with my mom, and she just said, what? She said, why, 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 why? I'm so glad that this is, you know, people are getting busted, that yeah. it's coming out. She, it's been going on for such a long time. Right. So here's Gail King. They did play do a story this okay. morning because they had to run a story on compensation. Well, I think we'll let the audio speak for itself. Obviously, as you mentioned yesterday, a tough story. I think uh, as far as not just reckoning, people want results. Yes. And part of that is this report, which, yeah. of course, they're advocating <laughs> for transparency. But we're not even sure exactly when that report will be. Yeah, I am so sorry again that it hits so close to home for us. You know, I, I'm sick and sick of the story and sickened by everything that we keep hearing. But the part you mentioned about transparency is very disturbing to me because I would think, how can we have this investigation and not know how it comes out? Les Moonves has been on the record. He says, listen, he didn't do these things, that it was consensual, that he hasn't hurt anybody's career. And I would think it would be in his best interest for us to hear what the report finds out. On the other hand, you have women who are coming forward very credibly talking about something that's so painful and so humiliating. 
It's been my experience that women don't come out and speak this way for no reason. They just don't. They just don't do it. That's right. And so mm -hmm. I don't know how we move forward if we don't. We at CBS mm -hmm. don't have full transparency about what we find. John, I, you know, I, I wasn't here yesterday because I was in a wedding in Europe, as you guys know. But I thought it was interesting when you said a friend of yours said for 30 years this has haunted her. Because, we, of course, we're talking about it all weekend. And someone said, what, how does anybody remember what happened 30 years oh. ago? When it is that yeah. traumatic and that humiliating, remember you remember every single detail. Like it had happened exactly. yesterday. That and it's, and it's, not just yesterday. In, it's not just in the moment. It's exactly. when you go to the lawyer and the lawyer says, it's your word again. Exactly. against his. So and I that would, sense of powerlessness lives with you for a long time. In our time. own house, we must have transparency. And I certainly feel for Julie Chen today. You know, she's in a very difficult position. And, you know, Les Moonves has done some wonderful things for this company. Mm -hmm. And we can't forget that either. So it's just a bad situation all the way around. Because she the thing is, the she head. did. Because CBS has said that they... That you know, he's going to do internal investigations, right? But they, as Dan Abrams explained on GMA today, they only have to investigate him from when he worked at CBS, right? Okay, okay. and so, and they, they even in, they've already worked out, and this has probably been going on since July when the first Ronan Farrow report right. that he they need him, you know, they'll give him security and an office, uh, so he can do the transition for two years, two years, yes. Oh, really? Yes. And so that's why, like, Gail was saying that about transparency, because it's like CBS is saying, well, we, you know, we've, we've got this money, but we don't need to, you know, some of our stuff, it's not going to be available, is kind of what they're right. saying. So anyway, well, here's Colbert. Let's play okay. Colbert, because he, um, you know, he, I wouldn't say defended him, but he he wasn't real strong in July when the first... Okay. Report came out about Les Moonves, okay. and now that we're up to like 13 women right. on record, blah, blah, Something blah. Something different. Here we go. Overnight, former CBS CEO Les Moonves becoming a punchline for the network's late-night funny man Stephen Colbert, who he hired. It's never a good sign when you're the subject of a Ronan Farrow double dip. <laughs> the article is extremely disturbing, and um, I'm not surprised. That's it. Les Moonves is gone. Moonves may have stepped down, but he's not changing channels just yet. A corporate filing reveals Moonves will remain an unpaid advisor to the company for a year and will get office and security services paid by CBS for two years. Moonves could also exit with as much as $120 million if independent investigators find there is no reason to fire him for cause. This morning, former TV executive Phyllis Golden Gottlieb will tell her story to the investigators. He grabbed my head and pulled it all the way down. One of six new women to go on the record with Ronan Farrow and The New Yorker. Golden Gottlieb says Moonves forced her to perform oral sex on him in 1986 when they worked at a television production company. She says he then destroyed her career after she rejected another advance. In a statement after stepping down, Moonves said untrue allegations from decades ago are now being made against me that are not consistent with who I am. Now CBS is trying to contain the fallout. Moonves replacement Joe Ionello made no mention of the accusations, but said in a memo to staff, never has it been more important for us to make it abundantly clear that CBS has a steadfast commitment to diversity, inclusion, and a safe and positive working environment. 
On the network, Moonves's wife, TV host Julie Chen, noticeably absent from the talk season premiere Monday, saying in a statement she's taking a few days off to be with my family. Her co-host addressed the situation. He's not been convicted of any crime, but obviously the man has a problem. Moonves has reportedly made more than $650 million as CEO of CBS wow. and had been widely credited with successfully turning around the company, one that he's been a part of some, for some two dozen years. As for severance, the CBS board of directors must make a final decision within 30 days of that independent investigator's report and no later than January 31st. Yeah. Do you think that she will, Julie Chen, will even go to work this week? I don't know. I I mean, I doubt it. I mean, I'm sure Mm -hmm. the Big Brother thing is already taped for Thursday night. And uh, I'm sure Sherry Redstone is happy about that because he settled his dispute with Sherry Redstone, who's agreed not to pursue a merger with Viacom as she intended for two years. Right. So, and he got all of his power at Lorimar uh, TV Productions. Which green he greenlit Friends and ER, so that's where that's, he started building yeah. up the money power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then when he went to CBS, he greenlit Survivor, Big Brother, a lot of other wow. shows. Yeah, okay. So kind of incre- it really incredible story. Yeah, it is. Gail looked so mad.